Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 13th of June. Today we get US consumer price inflation data for May. The headline rate is expected to drop to just over 4% year over year. It's worth noting that this is not news for large numbers of US households as several parts of the economy have seen inflation fall sharply this year to rates that are already below 4%, New York and Los Angeles in particular. However, other parts of the country, for instance Miami, have seen the local inflation rate barely move and remain in the 9-10% to range. The fact that some local inflation rates have fallen so much this year is a strong argument against the inevitability of price stickiness. If there is enough resistance to profit-led inflation, with durable goods in deflation and energy prices pulling down the headline rate, the overall inflation rate can fall fast. For the core inflation rate, it is worth noting the role of owner's equivalent rent and used car prices. These two price measures are likely to be the main driver of core inflation. Owner's equivalent rent, because it is so significant a measure, and used car prices, because they are so volatile. Economists are often accused of excluding prices they do not like from the inflation calculation, which is a rather unfair accusation. But it is important to consider inflation without these two price components. If you own your own home, you do not actually pay owner's equivalent rent. If you did not buy a used car in May, you're not paying for used car prices. The cost of living that this sizable group actually experiences will be below the headline consumer price inflation rate. That means that they will have more spending firepower than the headline consumer price inflation implies. Understanding where consumers are likely to go requires a more detailed analysis of inflation pressures than a simplistic reading of either the headline or the core figure. We get assorted data points in the European time zone, overshadowed by the US consumer price data, but nonetheless worth observing. UK labour market data is likely to show ongoing negative real wage growth. The unemployment rate is, however, likely to remain relatively low. There are final consumer price inflation figures for May from Germany and Spain, and the ZEW survey of business expectations in Germany. The survey evidence although perhaps the least reliable on the menu of indicators today, is likely to get the most attention in the European time zone because it is new information. Whether it's biased information is subordinate to the novelty value. Sentiment is likely to remain subdued. The People's Bank of China eased one of its interest rate measures with a 0.1% reduction in the seven-day reverse repo rate. Of itself, this is not going to trigger a sudden surge in demand in the Chinese economy. Instead, this acts as a signal. First, it will build expectations of future rate cuts of different maturities. And second, it will probably be taken as a signal that the Chinese authorities have some concerns about domestic demand. These concerns do not appear to be overwhelming, but this is a signal of a monetary policy easing cycle that at the very least is aimed at not allowing any further growth moderation. That's all for today. Have a good day.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.